2: Well, it's Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one tonight. Really nice to have you with us wherever you are around the country. And Nancy Pelosi is demanding that she be apologized to. Why? Because she broke all the rules, didn't wear a mask, got her hair cut while other people are starving. I'm going to play liberal on this one. People are starving in San Francisco because of the... Black Lives Matter, anarchy, COVID, and and you know what? Nancy Pelosi's still got to look good while her face doesn't move. Yeah. This is is not a joke, by the way. Nancy Pelosi uh, is actually out there now saying that she's a victim. President Donald Trump has slammed the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, for consistently lecturing everyone else after she visited a San Francisco hair salon earlier this week. Despite local ordinances keeping salons closed amid the coronavirus pandemic and people not being able to pay their bills. Yeah, you know that evil Fox News Network? They're the only ones that had the guts actually report on the story. Insert my sarcasm there. Yeah, the leftist media. Oh, they wouldn't touch this. Why no, I mean Nancy Pelosi's the chosen one. Now, Fox News did report Pelosi's visit to the salon and obtained security footage which showed her walking through the studio with wet hair and without a mask over her mouth or nose. The stylist doing her hair can be seen following her wearing a black face mask. <laughs> this is, if it wasn't on a security camera, you wouldn't believe it. Salons are suffering in San Francisco. They've been closed since March and were only notified they could reopen on September the 1st for outdoor hairstyling services, but Nancy Pelosi couldn't be bothered with going outside to get her hair cut. No, she's got to go inside. The salon owner, Erica, in an exclusive phone interview with Fox News today shared details of Pelosi's visit. She explained that she has independent stylists working for her who rent chairs in her salon. She said, one of the stylists who rents a chair from me contacted me Sunday night. A screen grab of the text message she received from one of her stylists obtained by Fox News said, quote, I'll be there at 245 tomorrow. Pelosi assistant just messaged me to do her hair. The owner replied, Pelosi, question mark. Now, the owner told Fox News, quote, I was like, are you kidding me right now? Do I let this happen? What do I do? She also noted she can't control what her stylists do if they rent chairs from her as they're not paying at this time. Now, the owner cast Pelosi's visit as a clear double standard, of course. She said it was a slap in the face that she went in. You know, that she feels that she can just go and get her stuff done while no one else can go in. And I can't work. She added that she can't believe the Speaker of the House didn't have a mask on either. From the footage, it clearly shows Pelosi had a covering around her neck, but nah, why bother, right? Wearing that when you're in the salon that's exclusive for you. While well, you won't let people open for almost six months. Thank goodness the president added that the beauty parlor owner must really dislike crazy Nancy Pelosi. Turning her in on tape is a really big deal. I couldn't agree more with, well, if you're this owner of this salon, wouldn't you turn her in too? As for comment, Ms. Producer, you got that audio ready? Pelosi's spokeswoman, by the way, Drew Hamill, maintained that the Speaker was following the rules. You ready for this? As presented to her. He said, quote, the Speaker always wears a mask and complies with local COVID requirements. By the way, she's supposed to live in San Francisco. This idea that she was like a foreigner in her own city is also insane. And of course, the majority of the media is totally believing this crap, or at least selling it. This business offered for the Speaker to come in on Monday and told her they were allowed by city to have one customer at a time in the business. If Nancy Pelosi believes, if she expects us to believe this crap, I mean, this tells you how little respect she actually has for the American citizens in this country. She actually believes that we're going to believe this crap. The Speaker complied with the, with the rules. That's a lie. She did not comply with the rules of the government, which she's the Speaker of the House of. They're now claiming, oh, she's just like a little old woman who didn't know any better. She just listened to the owner or the stylist because they're saying, well, she she did what the rules presented to her by the establishment said were the rules. So it's all fine. By the way, the owner has pushed back on that lie. She said Pelosi received a wash and a blow dry. But told Fox News that, quote, you're not supposed to blow dry hair according to the coronavirus safety precautions for hair salons. She said, quote, we have been shut down for so long, not just me, but most of the small businesses, and I just can't. It's a feeling, a feeling of being deflated, helpless, and honestly beaten down. She said, I've been fighting for six months for a business that took me 12 years to build to reopen. I am a single mom. I have two small children, and I have no income. She added, the fact that they did this and she came in is like a slap in the face. So Pelosi, of course, has got to figure out a way to spin this to the ignorant peons of America, because that's exactly what she thinks of all of us, clearly, from the way they're spinning this. Take a listen to... Nancy Pelosi literally claims she's a victim in all of this. Here it is.
3: I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times, and that um, when they said, what well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it wasn't set up. So I take responsibility. For falling for a setup, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Anything
4: else? Excuse me.
3: Well, I don't. I think that they own, uh, that this salon owes me an apology for setting up.
2: All right, let me get this straight. You need a haircut, Nancy Pelosi. You have an assistant, which no one has brought up in the media yet. The assistant. Mr. Producer, I want you to see if you can connect these dots for me. You ready for this? The assistant that she's referring to, I have a question as a taxpayer. Was your assistant, the same assistant that my tax dollars pays for, setting you up a a hair appointment for you? I'm wondering if somebody in Congress is going to call for an investigation. Maybe the White House should call for that investigation. Maybe the President of the United States of America, Donald Trump, should call for that investigation. I'm wondering if the Speaker of the House has an assistant because we, do, we don't know if it's a private assistant, right? I'm assuming it's a government assistant to her. It is someone that's on the taxpayer's dollars, whether it's congressional staff in her district, the Speaker's budget she gets, or staff in her office in D.C. I, I want to know who the staff member is, and did I pay for the phone calls and the time that was being a use, abused for personal reasons getting your hair cut? I'm wondering if I paid for that. To all the conservatives out there in Washington, who I'm sure you're listening right now, uh, do me a favor. Can you check on my tax dollars to see if my tax dollars are being used to set up Nancy Pelosi's cut and blow out? Second thing here, when Nancy Pelosi says this is a setup, it is impossible for this to be a setup when you're the one that initiated the transaction. You're the one that initiated the meeting. You're the one that initiated the haircut. And quite possibly all this was initiated with the tax dollars, the American people being used to then pay for the phone calls and the time needed, right? The staffing to set up this. And you now say you were set up. So you're owed an apology by the salon. I don't buy this crap for a minute. Here's the other thing. This woman has been obsessed with lecturing conservatives like myself about wearing a, a darn mask. Hell, today, uh, the, the, the CNN, great example of what we're dealing with here. Headline from CNN. You ready for this? You want to know how much disdain and hate they have for conservatives like myself? Quote, CNN headline, people who consume conservative media are less likely to wear masks A new poll of New Hampshire residents finds. This is the headline of CNN. And in their first picture, they have a political display of Fox News headquarters in New York on July the 21st. So they they, they say that if you watch Fox News Channel, you're basically a threat to America. It's in your hands. It's in your hands is what it has up there. Fox News, Democracy 2020, CNN's article says if you watch Fox News, you're a threat to society. How seriously a person treats the COVID-19 pandemic, CNN says, could depend on where they get their news. That according to a new poll of New Hampshire residents released by the University of New Hampshire. Researchers found that overall about three in four residents polled said they always wore a face mask in public or did so except when they were outside and socially distanced. But when it came to residents who reported frequently watching Fox News or, here it is, listening to conservative talk radio, those numbers were much lower. So now it's Ben Ferguson's fault. It's Mark Levin's fault. It's, it's, it's Rush Limbaugh's fault. It's John Hannity's fault that you don't wear a mask because we're threatening America. America. Oh, yeah, let's blame talk radio and, and people who consume, quote, conservative media. They're the real problem in America. All right, I just got to gotta throw this out there. Can we do a poll of, uh, of people in government like Nancy Pelosi? Let's do a poll of Speaker of the Houses that are more likely to get you sick than anybody else because they can get their hair cut whenever the hell they want to. Can we throw that out there? I, I'm just going old school here, right? Can we, can we do that real quick? This is Nancy Pelosi. She wants an apology because it's a setup against her. It's all, it's all a setup. one 877 381 3811 one 381 3811 Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. You can contact me on Facebook and Twitter, Ben Ferguson Show, and on Parlor, Ben Ferguson Show as well. I'll read some of your comments. We'll get your reaction to Nancy Pelosi. She's now a victim of her own haircut. This is how screwed up the Democratic Party is. They break the rules, they get busted, and then they want you to apologize to them for them breaking the rules. And you want to know why there's anarchy in America today? We'll be right
1: back. love, Ben.
0: Now, I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College. One of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time. Because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in. Whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called In Primus. 5.4 million Americans receive in Primus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com levinforhillsdale.com
2: Never in a million years did I... Think I would actually be talking about Nancy Pelosi's hair? (laughs) I'm serious. Like this is this is not a joke. Nancy Pelosi wants an apology from a hair salon after she clearly broke the rules, getting her hair cut, and then she's like, acts like she's a foreigner in a foreign country. This is like what a dumb tourist would say. That's like 18 years old and get busted doing something stupid in Mexico. You know, oh, I thought the rules were this. I was bamboozled. I'm so sorry. It's an accident. I didn't mean to drive drunk or party too hard and puke all over people at a nightclub. This is like a foreign exchange student oops. And now Nancy Pelosi's like, well, I was, I was bamboozled. I was, no, no, not bamboozled. I was set up. I went in trusting a business and clearly it was a setup. You called the business. Actually, you didn't. Your staff did. Which again goes back to the serious question: Did our tax dollars go for a a staffer to make her hair appointment? I'm pretty sure that would be like I don't know an abuse of tax dollars. Can can we can we probably agree on that? One eight seven seven. I'm sorry. Just three eight one thirty eight eleven. I I literally this is the world we live in. And Nancy Pelosi, Miss Producer, I want you to play it again. She comes out demanding an apology. She accuses the salon owner of setting her up. As it turns out, it was a setup. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup, not responsibility for saying, screw you, to the business owners of San Francisco and really the country, uh, not, not, you know, not screw you guys that have to wear a mask because I don't have to. No, she now addresses the criticism of a recent visit to this salon in San Francisco, saying, I was set up, I take responsibility for trusting the word of a neighborhood salon. So you're going to attack a small business now owned by a single mother whose shop has been mandated to close by your cronies, and now you want her to apologize to you for you abusing the rules. Here's Pelosi in her own words. I
3: take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times, and that um, when they said what well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it was a setup, so I take responsibility for falling for a setup, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Anything else? Can you
4: down on the Excuse me?
3: Well, I don't. I think that they own, uh, that this salon owes me an apology for setting up.
2: So the conspiracy theory is you called a salon owner who then had a ruse in place to sabotage you. I, I mean, they must know your roots really well. I, I'm wondering, though, you know what we really need to find out? I wonder if her face is going to start moving again. Because if her face doesn't start moving again soon, you know she's also getting elective procedures done, Botox and stuff. Maybe we'll get that video. Now that's that would be scary. You're right. Fair point, Mr. Producer. That would be scary. Peter, you are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. Hi.
0: Hi, Peter. You there? Uh, I am indeed. Uh, so I had a quick uh, comment on this. Uh, you know, I think it's like the perfect example
1: of uh, white privilege that Nancy Pelosi is exhibiting. Oh, it's a great point.
2: No you're right. Else. This is white women privilege. Yeah. Uh, yeah, know. no, This. Is, you're right. This is white women privilege. She's using her white privilege as a w- top one percenter, the evil rich white woman in America to get her hair cut in America today. Brilliant. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. You can tweet at me angrily or on Parler. Ben Ferguson's show, much more, coming up.
0: Now I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College. One of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time. Because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in. Whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called In Primus. 5.4 5.4 million Americans receive in Primus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for, Hillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com.
1: You're listening to Denali. The Great One. The Great One. And you can call in now, 877-381-3811. So I think it's
2: pretty clear to say that Nancy Pelosi really doesn't care about small businesses. She doesn't care about women's businesses, single mother businesses, but darn it, she does care about getting her hair done. Welcome back. It is the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for The Great One today. And this is what you get. Um... When you have a woman like this, okay, you have you have a woman who gets busted, and she says, "Oh, I got the media on my team. I can say something stupid." Representative Matt Gates uh, put out a, a little uh, video a moment ago. Uh, I want you to, I want you to, and this is talking about how crazy she is. She goes and gets her hair done in a place you're not allowed to. She goes inside, gets it done. No one else can make any money, but her hair is so important that even your business at Shuttered can open for her. And on top of that, she says it's now a setup, a conspiracy theory ruse. Hey, fact-checkers, you know the same fact-checkers who try to shut us down on social media? Why don't you fact-check Nancy Pelosi on this one? Why don't you shut down her Twitter account and her Facebook and Speaker Pelosi accounts, right, because she's putting out fake news. Isn't that your job as a fact-checker?
3: Leaders take responsibility. So I said he's a weak leader. He doesn't take responsibility. He places blame blame on others. I think that they uh, that this salon owes me an apology for setting up. It was a setup.
2: Leaders. Yeah, it was a, it was a setup. I tell you, my name is Nancy Pelosi. It was a setup. I'm not going to take responsibility for this. I'm just a little old lady who need to get her roots done. I'm, I mean, I, I may not even be able to get enough Botox. How my face may
3: start moving soon enough.
2: Yes. No real leaders. Real leaders, they take responsibility. She'll tell you.
3: Leaders take responsibility. So I said he's a weak leader. He doesn't take responsibility. He places blame blame on others. I think that they uh, that this salon owes me an apology for setting up. It was a setup.
2: Leader. It was a setup. Now l- l- let's let's dive into clean the slate. I don't want the point to be lost here. On the hair. Yes, this is a double standard, but, but let's clean the slate and let me explain to you exactly why this is happening. I believe this is a perfect exhibit A to exactly what I've been saying, what Mark Levin's been saying, and telling you for months the Democrats are purposely trying to hurt the economy. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to open a hair salon in San Francisco unless you are trying to gain power through people suffering where they desperately need you for a handout, for government aid. That is what this is about. This is about that. She's not afraid of getting sick. She's not afraid of getting COVID. She's not even wearing her mask. Because she's the speaker of the house. This is the, the evil, rich, 1% white woman telling you how to live your life, even if it means losing your business. As this salon owner has said, who can't take care of her family, can't make a living because of things just like this. And what she is saying is, I get to do what I want to do. If you don't think Democrats are purposely trying to hurt this economy with these rules to keep the government shut down, you're not paying attention. Why do you think they're doing this right now? Seriously, why do you think that they are out there advocating month after month, after week after week of this, knowing what it's doing to the economy? Why do you think Nancy Pelosi isn't standing up for small businesses right now? Because she gets power from people hurting. She and, and Joe Biden get power by people being weak. Why do, you think that, why, why do you think Donald Trump was doing so well in this country pre-COVID? Because people were fr- flourishing and on their own, paying their own bills and not needing the government. You know, you look at these poll numbers right now. I was looking at them today. Choice for president voting now, a new Fox News poll out right now, 49% say Joe Biden in Arizona, 40% for Trump. North Carolina, 50% they say for Biden, 46% for Trump. Wisconsin, they're saying that Trump's down by eight points in Wisconsin, 50 to 42. Trump and Biden exchange jabs as November election nears, nears is the headline. And then they show these polls. I truly believe that the majority of conservatives, if they are contacted by a pollster, is going to lie. Because they want them to look like idiots just like they were last time and the time before. I'm not telling a pollster the truth. But you can't tell me that if you're a small business owner anywhere in the country and you see what just happened... With Nancy Pelosi saying, I get my hair done, open your damn business because I'm here and I'm Nancy Pelosi. Meanwhile, that same business can't open for anyone else and you're going to slowly die. We're going to suffocate you. The government is going to suffocate you to death, your business, so that we can gain power and control over you when you're broke and you desperately need my $300 a week or $600 a week or the, the benefits the government gives you. This is about gaining control. It's really not about her hair. The hair is just the catalyst to show that the genuine, the genuine disdain that she has for hardworking Americans, including single moms, which we just talked about. If Nancy Pelosi can get her hair done at this salon and she thought it was safe, then, then darn it, everybody else should be able to go get their hair done and do it in a safe manner. But this salon's not going to be open today. In fact, it'll probably be a target of Black Lives Matter now. And the hardcore left will probably go after this small business and attack it. That's my gut. I I may be wrong, but watch. Everybody that's a leftist that loves Pelosi in San Francisco will boycott this salon, and they will try to hurt this salon because the salon owner showed the double standard in this country. And Nancy Pelosi says, you owe me an apology. I, I was set up. And I still go back to the abuse of power part. She says her assistant, her assistant set it up. I want to know if that assistant was being paid by the taxpayers of this country to set up her hair appointment. Somebody needs to do a little research on that. The fact checkers out there that fact check everything. Why don't you fact check that? Why don't you you go out there and actually do your job and fact check this. Hey, did Nancy Pelosi use government employees to do her hair appointment? To find someone to open a building that's closed to break the law? Because she did break the law. They were asking for them to break the law. Second thing about this, and I just thought of this, but let's, let's really talk about our tax dollars here. If Nancy Pelosi's staff did this and she's claiming like she's a foreigner to San Francisco to this country, right? oh, I didn't know. I did not know the laws of your land. I'm so sorry. That's what she's she's claiming ignorance in the city she lives in about the law saying she was duped, that this was a this was a, a, a setup against her. Okay, well, then let's talk about her staff. Her staff should have known the laws if she didn't, right? If, if, I mean, we're paying the staff, I'm assuming. I'm assuming we're paying the staff probably a lot of money. I, I'm guessing that there's some real cash here that our tax hours are going for, so shouldn't that person have said, yes, in fact, you can't get your hair cut here, Speaker, because not, and, and I'm assuming all of her staff, are they. I, I would guess out there in California, they wouldn't have been getting their hair done either, or maybe they're getting their hair done illegally as well. What do you bet the staff members that called the salon have probably been getting their hair done at the same salon? Because otherwise you would know, as a woman, and I'm assuming she's not sexist towards women, right? I'm assuming she's got some women on her staff. They would have known that you can't get your hair cut in San Francisco. I would assume every woman would know that. one eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. You can send me a message on Parlor or Twitter or Facebook Ben Ferguson show. Let me get to your phone calls. I'll go to Lee You are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in hi.
4: Hi, how are you? Hey I'm, I just I am so concerned about this elitist attitude that I'm seeing like trending like crazy. For her to sit there and act like it is a setup, then she needs to go to straight to her assistant because no one kidnapped her and dragged her there. Um, no one, I mean, she had to clearly understand she's going to a hair appointment, I and mean, that's number one. Number two, she can see her hairdresser is in a mask. That didn't dawn and click with her. That hey, you know what? I am getting watched. I am, you know, I am mandating the crap out of it. It's like Fauci, the same thing with him at the baseball games. It's like hey, Fauci and Fauci. Sorry, uh, you know, and it is it is just unreal that they put themselves above that, and it makes me really angry
2: to come back. Well, uh, okay, let's 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 just have a really blunt conversation. Is there any? If you're Nancy Pelosi, okay, you're Speaker of the House, you're an incredibly intelligent woman. I I don't believe she's dumb. I want to make that clear. I think she's incredibly smart. To be able to lose the speakership and then get it back tells you that you're one of the most uh, unbelievable, conniving politicians the world has ever seen. I always have said respect your adversary. You know, I mean, yes, Hitler was insane, but the people that took him on respected him, right, because he was a threat, Osama bin Laden was a crazy threat, but he was obviously a pretty smart man to pull off what he did. ISIS, the way they were able to take over. You have to respect your enemy, is my point. I don't believe for a moment, okay, that Nancy Pelosi didn't know that she was breaking the law. I bet you she probably said, I need to get my hair done. I don't want there to be anybody there because it's illegal, so make sure it's a private salon you get me into. I don't think that Nancy Pelosi's stupid. I think she knew exactly what she was requesting. And I think she knew exactly how to get it. And she didn't think for a moment the owner of the business would probably even be alerted to it, much less check the videotape and release it to the media.
4: Oh, I, I, there's no way. See, the only thing about all those people that you said that had respect, it wasn't really truly respected. It was fear. And that's what they put out. She puts out fear all day long. So when something like this happens and people call her on it, then it's like, I don't want to talk about this. I'm done with it. It's, it. There's no respect there for people like that. But when you push fear and fear and then you get a response from people and you agitate everybody up, they, they, to them it's just like Hillary Clinton when she's like, oh, my goodness, you know, this is no big deal about Benghazi. It's like that elitist attitude. They have no empathy when they're caught And they have no problem pushing fear out. There is no way. First of all, her roots have not shown since uh, the pandemic. So she's gotten her hair done somewhere. But for her to sit there in her own state, pressing mandates like they do, and just bashing Trump for everything he does, to sit there and blame it on a single mom who hasn't had a job in six months, and then you're going to go in the back door to get your hair done? Uh-uh. I would have felt guilty because you're right. I agree. Black matters. Black Lives Matter will probably be there first thing in the morning. Oh, person. can you
2: can you imagine what the, the risk? Okay, um, the, the, the risk that this woman took to you know even release this tape, knowing the people in the neighborhood she's in in San Francisco.
4: The single mom, because I am a single mom, and I used to be a police officer. Do you know why she did that? Because it's not going to be popular tomorrow morning or if they burn their place down. It's because the other people, the common fellow neighbors, the other hairdressers, you feel guilty that someone gave you business. Even though you're hungry and you're like, dang, I need this, and wow, what this would do to my salon, you feel guilty because other people in your same boat – she should be in the same boat with us, but she's not. And so that's what you do. So you, I'd, rather, I'd rather be honorable than sit there and have someone come in.
2: Well, bed. and this is what happens when you're a business owner and you're this desperate to try to make a living and you're watching what you built every day be suffocated to a slow, miserable business death. And that's exactly what is happening right now. This isn't just in San Francisco. This is all over the country. By the way, to the idiot who just texted, sent an email saying, you are too loud. I will always be loud when the American people are being taken advantage of by Nancy Pelosi. If you're a small business owner and your business is being slowly suffocated, somebody needs to get loud about it. So grab that little dial in front of you, Liz, and give it a whirl. Because I'm not going to play by the games of the left any longer. Ben Ferguson, getting loud for the American people on the Mark Levin Show. We'll be right back.
1: Mark Levin.
0: Now I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called In Primus. 5.4 million Americans receive In Primus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N L-E-V-I-N-frahillsdale.com. dot There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com.
2: All right. Welcome back. It is the uh, Marco Ven show. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. And, uh, you know, that's one of the thing about this whole just and again, I'm waiting for the fact checkers. Do your job. Fact checkers of the Internet. Right. All you fact checkers at all the networks. Do your job. Fact check Nancy Pelosi. At what point did she not realize she was walking around a shuttered salon? Because if a place hasn't been open in months since May, Wouldn't you, like, walk in and notice that it's shuttered? Like, there, there's got to be a point where you would, in that moment, look around and go, no one's here. There's not a single person here when, be, either when I'm getting there or when I'm leaving. Because if, if we're to believe the lie, which Pelosi is saying, which is I was told a lie and the salon set me up for failure and told me they could do one person's hair at a time, knowing women and knowing getting hair done, you would know that before you got there or when you got there, somebody would be leaving. And there would be somebody waiting when you're leaving because there would be zero openings on the front or back end of your appointment if what she is trying to sell the American people was even remotely true. But again, Pelosi is now demanding... The salon apologized to her because the salon set her up. Take a listen.
3: I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times. And that um, when they said, what well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it was a setup. So I take responsibility. For falling for a setup, and that's all I'm going to say on
2: that. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say because my hair looks good. My hair looks real good. One eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven. Hairgate. Yeah, we'll call it Hairgate. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. We'll be right back. You know, if I'm going to break the law, I'm going to at least get something out of it. Like, I'm going to go big. Nancy Pelosi breaks the law, gets her hair done, and it still looks average. And now she's saying it was a setup and that the neighborhood salon set her up to violate the rules and she shouldn't be a responsible member of society to know what the rules are. So she breaks the rules, acts like she's above the law when she goes to get her hair done, at a salon that's been shuttered for months, and then she blames the people whose jobs have been lost because of her policies and doesn't wear a mask while doing all this. I, again, I'm waiting for the fact checkers to do something. Anyway, we'll have more on Hairgate coming up. And, and, and everything, forget everything I just said for one second. And the one question that I have to ask is she says that her staff called and set it up. I want to know if our tax dollars were going for her government staff to make her hair appointment. Hairgate 2020. Why not? Everything else is screwed up in the world. All right. I got to get on to other better things, more important things. And I, I will continue to talk about it. But it just it shows you. The disdain that Pelosi and the Democrats have for the hardworking Americans in this country, and it also shows you—I I, I truly believe their objective, which is to suffocate small businesses to death, so that then you are—you have nothing, and they have all the power and control. I—I I, I think this is evidence of them trying to tank the economy and destroy businesses because if you have no money, then you can't give money to political organizations, events, you can't give money to charities, you can't get behind good candidates. If you're broke, you have no power. And if you're broke, the government has ultimate power over your life. But if you are broke, you have zero power. And that is what this was about Nancy Pelosi. She has the power to do what she wants to do when she wants to do it. And at the same time, the business that she can go to, she is destroying in real time. And then when she gets caught, she says that salon, which has been shuttered for months, a single mother that owns it, she says that woman should apologize to her because she's set up. It was a ruse. All right. I want to get to something else, and this, to me, has been underreported on in a story that should have been talked about much more. Starbucks Barista makes a toxic Blue Lives Matter drink that goes viral on this app called TikTok. TikTok. Starbucks employee decided to make a special drink just for cops. Now, this Starbucks, and Mr. Producer, do you have that audio of that Starbucks barista? All right, I want to play this for you. This is a, this is a male barista at a Starbucks inside of a Target giving an instructional video on how to make a drink that would kill any cop that, that, that actually drank this drink with bleach, Now, this is the 45 seconds of how to make the Blue Lives Matter drink at Starbucks. Take a listen. For the Blue Lives Matter drink, first, we're going to start with bleach.
5: All the way to the third line. Going to add ice because, you know, cops love ice. In a cold foam pitcher, we're going to add more bleach, a little blood of innocent black men, and then we add the special blue ingredient that Starbucks has. Um, we do have it, and yes, we are holding out on you. Blend that on the <laughs> Pour that
2: right on top. Oh, look at that beautiful blue color. And even though... So... You can hear there, you have a Starbucks barista that is making a Blue Lives Matter drink with double shots of bleach. Now, this particular Starbucks is located within a Target store in Indianapolis. The employee who works in the Starbucks location inside Target stores are employed directly by Target. Now, you may be saying, Ben, why are you telling me this today? You're about to understand exactly why I'm telling you that. The Starbucks spokesman decided it was time to cover Starbucks' AWS by pointing the finger at Target for hiring this person. Starbucks confirmed it was aware of the video and, sa- and the company said, quote, the company condemns the video and any behavior that threatens violence against others, quote-unquote. You notice the word others. This drink was not against others. This drink was not designed or made for me or for 99.9% of the people in America. This drink was specifically made for those that wear a uniform and a badge, law enforcement, police officers. How can you say and again starbucks saying any of this why not against others this isn't against others this is against the police why not say police why do you say others and i'll tell you exactly why you say others it's because starbucks cannot come out and defend police because they are a part of black lives matter movement You, as a Starbucks individual, even if your stores are being torched in this country, which many of them have at the hands of Black Lives Matter protests, you can't actually come out and defend the police or even not not even defend the police. You can't even apologize to law enforcement for the behaviors of an employee. So what Starbucks has done is they've said, we confirm that we're aware of a video and we condemn videos and any behavior that threatens violence against others because that's generic. Others is the word you use in place of police because you can't be seen as being in favor of law enforcement. You Starbucks cannot say we're sorry to police because police are the terrorists in this country. Black Lives Matter said so. We can't. Say to police, you're safe drinking any of our drinks. And this isn't the first occasion this has happened. Don't forget another Starbucks inside of a Target, you had a police officer that had a tampon put in his drink. You had another Starbucks where someone spit in a drink, tampering that drink. So the idea that this is a one-off employee, no, 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 no. Starbucks also, and Ms. Producer Correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it Starbucks who said you can't wear Blue Lives Matter clothing, but you can wear Black Lives Matter clothing to work? Isn't that right? I think Starbucks said it too. I know Goodyear did it. Google it for me. Let's fact check ourselves real quick. If I'm not mistaken, a couple months ago, Starbucks allowed Black Lives Matter clothing, but not Blue Lives Matter. Paraphernalia, you can't do that. I'll fact check myself. I'll make sure I'm right, but I'm pretty sure I am on this. Now, not only does Starbucks not say police, but then they try to blame Target and the Target stores for this. So, of course, we look to Target, right? Because I want to know what Target's going to say. You see where I'm going with this, right? So Target releases a statement. I'm going to read you that statement. Quote, a video, remember, this is a video about murdering police officers with a with a drink at Starbucks a Blue Lives Matter drink quote this video this is coming from Target now is appalling and unacceptable we don't tolerate this behavior at Target and want all guests to be treated with respect you notice what they just did there right all guests not all police not all law enforcement no no, no all guests now that again This drink was not for all guests. This drink is not for all people. This drink is about police officers, not about everybody. But you can see Target here. They want to cover their tail because they don't want to look like they're in favor of police. They don't want to look like they're defending police, advocating for police, protecting police, or even being a welcoming place for police. No, they say we don't tolerate this behavior. And, quote, we want all guests to be treated with respect in our terminating the team member who's responsible target goes on to say we also have rigorous food safety procedures in place well that's clearly not true because this employee had enough time to actually make a blue lives matter drink like this and it's also not true because anytime anybody in your store that works at starbucks wants to tamper with a police officer's drink they've had pretty good success at doing it like spitting in them and putting tampons in them So the idea that you have a rigorous food safety procedure, if I'm a police officer, I'm calling BS. I don't believe you. Back to the cover your AWS comment from Target. We have rigorous food safety procedures in place, which this team member egregiously violated, you think, with his his behavior. Here's the apology. Target says, quote, we're deeply sorry for this disturbing video. Which TikTok has removed based on the platform guidelines. So again, why is it that Target is not willing to say the word police? Why would you not, in this statement of apology, apologize to police officers? Now again, remember, another Target Starbucks store had a police officer had a tampon put in his coffee. Now, they also made it clear that the drink did not appear to have been served to any guests and that they don't believe actual bleach was even used. They say they think it's a combination of milk and water. My point is, it doesn't matter if actual bleach was used or not. It's the implication here is clear. This is a vivid threat against countless men and women who put their lives on the line each and every day. Even protecting and defending people that work at Starbucks and at Target. And again, this is not the first time Starbucks has been the forefront of negative news in regards to the treatment of police. But neither of these companies was willing to come out and say they're sorry to police or defend police or to say that police are an important part of the community. They use, and this is how little they think of police, they use the word other in place of the word police, other. The word other. This is corporate America being held hostage by Black Lives Matter. Starbucks have been looted multiple times in Minneapolis. We saw it last weekend. Starbucks have been looted all over the country and burned. But darn it, we're not going to take on BLM. No, because they'll say we're racist and we can't do that. Targets have been looted, ransacked, multiple times in Minneapolis since everything started and around the country. In fact, also, Target, you're right, last weekend was targeted again. So you have two corporations, Starbucks and Target, who both refuse to acknowledge police. They both refuse to defend police. They refer to them as other. Now, I'm not a boycotter. It's is not my thing to call for boycotts. I want to make that clear. Okay. What I am saying is this. It is hard for me to go spend my money at a place that refuses to acknowledge the existence of police. 1-877-381-3811. 1-877-381-3811. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be right back.
0: Mark Levin. You know what I hate? Overpaying for something. We're already taxed to death. Then you pile on all the other services holding us hostage to high rates. Home internet, cable, utilities. Then there's your cell phone bill. AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. They all want to charge you for data you'll never need and so-called perks you'll never use. Thank goodness for Pure Talk USA. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same coverage, same towers, same bars, but costs you half with no contract and no excessive fees. Right now, enjoy unlimited talk, text, and 2 gigs of data, all for just $20 a month. The average person is saving $400 a year on their wireless bill. Go to puretalkusa.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST. When you do, you'll save $250 off any iPhone, including the brand new iPhone SE. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, That's L-E-V-I-N podcast.
2: Oh, no, you can't say we defend police. We're sorry for the police, or even the police are welcome at Starbucks stores and or at Target stores or Starbucks stores inside of Target stores because, well, that may just backfire. So instead, you say others. This, after a Starbucks barista comes out with a how-to-make-a-blue-lives-matter drink that's filled with bleach and that would kill you. Welcome back. It is the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. You can follow me on Parlor, Twitter, Facebook, Ben Ferguson Show there. Uh, if you just joined us, these two companies are falling over themselves to not support the police. Target says that we are deeply sorry for the disturbing video, which TikTok has removed from their platform guidelines, and they said... Uh, we want all guests to be treated with respect, not police, all guests, because we can't say we're backing the police, allude that we're backing police, allude, allude that we're even supporting the police. Starbucks Company also came out, and they said that we condemn the video and any behavior that threatens violence against others. Yeah, not police, against others. They want everyone to feel safe, not police. No, because the whole drink was about the police, Starbucks, by the way, don't forget this is the same exact organization that said you couldn't wear Black Lives Matter clothing, and then said, "Just kidding, and you can wear it." Yeah, now you you can. You, it's 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 just insane. I'm I'm just curious, can you wear Blue Lives Matter stuff there? I know you can't at Goodyear, right? That's against the rules there. Yeah, but 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 it's Starbucks. If any if there's a barista out there, let us know. I'm pretty sure you can't wear Blue Lives Matter. You can wear Black Lives Matter, just not Blue Lives Matter at Starbucks. 1-877-381-3811. 381 3811 Let me go to Connie. Thanks for waiting, Connie. You are on the Mark Levin Show with Ben Ferguson filling in a night high.
6: Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm just fine. How about yourself, Ben? It's great to, great to uh, be able to get through and talk with you because I listen to Mark Levin every day, and it's a great show
2: good It's an honor to talk to you as well give me give me your thoughts on this and and I, I'm being told you have a daughter in San Francisco.
6: Yes, my daughter lives in San Francisco, and uh, she's liberal, whatever. Um, (laughs) But she's been cutting her own hair because she can't go anywhere to to get her hair cut. And, you know, I think how hypocritical is Nancy Pelosi to go get her hair cut, not wear a mask, and then she's blaming the salon owner um, who, you know, was so gracious enough to open up her salon for – her, I hope she paid her enough and tipped her well enough. But you know, I'm sure that Nancy thinks that she's probably lowly because she's you know a salon owner and a hairdresser, uh, you know. And those those people work hard for their money. That I think this woman's very brave because it's very possible that the that Nancy Pelosi or, you know could ruin her her. Oh salon no no
2: now. get ready! I mean the the mob is coming after them. Black Lives Matter will probably come after this business. The left will come after. It. They'll boycott it. They'll picket it. They'll try to destroy it. I, I mean, this woman's salon is ruined now. They're going to destroy it in San Francisco. Mark my word. Connie, God bless you. Ben Ferguson filling in for The Great One. We'll be right back.
0: In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks?
1: Conservatism with passion. The Mark Levin Show. Call in now, 877 381 3811.
2: All right, well, welcome back. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. We got a lot good to talk about tonight. You have the Blue Lives Matter cocktail created at a Starbucks that was uh, would kill a police officer. And then you have two companies, Corporate America, terrified to act. Or even mention that they appreciate the police, much less back the police, stand behind the police, or that police are safe and welcome in their establishments. Both companies, both companies, Target and Starbucks, refuse to say anything about police officers. They use the word other instead of the word police officer. The word other. You want to know why? Because they will not... Take heat from Black Lives Matter or the left, looking like they could even possibly be pro-cop. Even if they, one of their employees makes a drink that would kill you, call the Blue Lives Matter drink that is filled with bleach. One eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven. 381 You can also send me your comments on social media. Parlor at Ben Ferguson Show. Twitter, Ben Ferguson Show. Facebook, Ben Ferguson Show. Um, let me go to Joseph. In Boulder City, Nevada, welcome. You're on the Mark Levin Show with Ben Ferguson. Hi.
1: Hey, how you doing?
2: Good, sir. How are you? Good.
1: I just had to comment on this. It's been something that's bothering me. My girlfriend works at Starbucks, and uh, uh, maybe about a month ago, they handed out Black Lives Matter shirts to the employees to wear. Um, I, really? I couldn't believe it. I'm. You, you serve coffee. You're a company that serves coffee. You know, just do your job and serve coffee.
2: They gave them Black Lives Matter shirts. Remember, early on, they said, don't wear them because it could incite violence. Then a day later, they changed it, saying, never mind, you can totally wear it. I, I'm, I'm, Ask your girlfriend, Joseph, is she allowed to wear a Blue Lives Matter shirt?
1: Oh, absolutely not. Can you imagine what kind of controversy that would stir up there? I'm sure she would be fired.
2: So, so Black Lives Matter shirts will give them to you, a Marxist political organization supporting Joe Biden, but a blue eyes Absolutely. matter shirt that you pay for yourself? No.
1: Absolutely. Just uh, un- unbelievable to me. She told me about that, and I—I I was just beside myself.
2: This—this this is corporate America. This is the left, and and people wonder why I don't go to Starbucks.
1: Right, I'm done. I mean, uh, she works there as God for now in Las Vegas. You know, jobs are are. Hard to get right now, but
2: I get it. And I and and, and I mean, this is this goes back to Joseph. I, I'm not a big boycotter. I'll give you the example. Okay, you know the Goodyear controversy, right? Don't wear. You can wear Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ stuff. But you can't wear Blue Lives Matter paraphernalia at all, right? And when that erupted, I, I always I learned this the hard way. Several years ago, there was another franchise business, and the majority of Goodyear places you see in the country are, are small businesses that. Use the name Goodyear, right, as part of this group. And there was another franchise that was kind of the same thing. And I got a phone call from a good friend that owned it and said, Ben, you know me. We've had this family business with this name on the building for 27 years. Please don't tell people to boycott us because you're going to kill my small family business. It's not going to hurt the corporation. It's going to hurt these mom-and-pops that are independent franchisees. And and that's what I told people last week. I said, hey, if you've got a mom-and-pop Goodyear store in your neighborhood, don't hurt them because of the corporation. Now, I would go in there and make sure you buy another tire that's not a Goodyear tire. I would, I would tell them I support you personally, but I, I want to do whatever I can when I'm here to not support Goodyear. But be careful before you, you kind of boycott. But... Target and Starbucks are not franchisees. There's a difference here. This is a corporate communication shop that clearly decided to do this, right? They clearly decided. 100% to put out this these media, you know, releases refusing to acknowledge the good and hard work, or the safety of police officers. So instead, they say we we condemn all violence against others because they are not going to support the president. They're not going to support the police. We got to support Black Lives Matter. We're being held hostage by Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is everything. Joseph, good luck, and tell your girlfriend I hope she finds a job somewhere else very soon. 1-877-381-3811. Seven, seven, Let me go to Julie. You are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you?
5: Hi. Hey, I'm good. This is Julie from Montana. Um, I think that the Blue Lives Matter movement is super important. We should start a grassroots movement, you know, Blue Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter Monday. You know, businesses that support our law enforcement officers put a little blue light in their windows um, to get people in there. Um, and you know, the cancel culture going on right now. Let's have the, the law enforcement boycott shop uh, Target and Starbucks. Unless it's a violent crime, they don't go there. Oh, you have people shoplifting? So sorry.
2: I, you know it's funny, I was in Cleveland and was it last week? I think it was last week. And it's a total ghost town in Cleveland downtown, especially. And there was a there's a little I went, to, you know, from my hotel, all their all their stuff's basically closed and there was a coffee shop kind of downstairs and I went down there and over every window pane it, it was B, L, A, C, K, you get my point, right? Then the next set of window panes lives, and the next one matters, right? Huge letters. And I looked at the lady behind the counter. There's only one person working there because there's no one downtown, right? There's no one. And I looked at her and I said to her, I I said, can I ask you a question? She was like, sure. I said, is that so you guys don't get torched or your windows smashed or looted? And she said, yes. I said, okay. Thanks for being honest. I just was curious. I'm, I'm going to buy my coffee here to help small businesses, but but she told me they were held hostage, straight up, held hostage.
5: And you by... can blame crazy. Go ahead. You can blame crazy. On un... you can blame um, crazy, unhinged, narcissistic twits like Nancy Pelosi for that. You know they're rewarding that movement. They're not speaking out against that violence. That young man that was shot in Portland, Oregon, because he was a Trump supporter. This sure. is ridiculous. You know, I went to Portland in July. My best friend and her family live out there. And it was a war zone. It was ridiculous. Portland is one of the most beautiful cities and it just was like someone just... <clears throat> Remember that artist a few years ago that smeared poop on canvas? Yes. That's what Portland is now. You know, just because you say it art, is art does not make it so.
2: Doesn't doesn't mean that is it is art. Exactly. Doesn't doesn't mean that it's actually art. You know, earlier today, the White House uh, was talking about and and this is I'm I'm telling you, and I'm sure Mark is going to get into this more when he comes back. But there are so many of these anarchists that are clearly being paid and well organized. Uh, The White House talked about this earlier and i want i want to play this for you real quick julie because it's a it's a point that everybody needs to understand about how well organized the left has become out of the 175 arrests in kenosha a hundred of the arrests actually came from people out of town take a listen to to, to this ken Cuccinelli on on fox business earlier today
0: in three different places Yes, and they draw special attention from us when they cross state lines. Um, and that's been true in Portland, uh, where you didn't have very many crossing state lines, but what you had was a lot of repeat offenders where you have a local DA who won't prosecute them. So we focus federal resources on that. A lot, over half of the arrests in Kenosha, on the other hand, traveled from other places. Uh, when you cross state lines, you invoke other federal jurisdiction and the opportunity for the federal government to prosecute you goes way, way up and investigate how you got there, how did you fund it and so forth. Sure. But because of the Fourth Amendment, we've got to respect the process um, and, uh, and, and we've got to have a certain level of evidence to begin put, using search warrants and doing those kinds of things to investigate the financing on the backside of this. And that's what we're doing.
2: I love this, by the way. What Ken Cuccinelli is saying is the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, is now looking at this. They're launching a probe into the funding of these riders. And what you're going to find out is many of the people that are funding these riders are the same people that are supporting Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris. And that's the point that he was making there. We're... You'd have to be just stupid to believe, okay? You you would have to be dumb as dirt to believe that this is not coming from hardcore Democrats who are funding this anarchy. There's no one I know that can keep a job protesting 90 nights in a row, 100 nights in a row in Portland. And we're going to, by the way, talk about the mayor of Portland, and, and, and coming up in the next segment. I mean, wh- what? A, you want to talk about dumb A of the Year recipient? This guy. You give in to every single request to Black Lives Matter, and then they come and torch your your apartment building or your condo building, and now you're saying you got to move out because they will come for you too. That that's what these. That's what these. Mayors don't understand. Mayor Lightfoot, for example, you know, I got to she has to protect her own street now, but no one else gets protection in Chicago. You can't protest on her street. They, th- that, that's what these leftists don't understand. You're being held hostage. The entire country is being held hostage at the hands of Black Lives Matter. And none of these people will stand up to them. And they even support them and back them and, and tell them that they're peaceful and they lie to the American people about how peaceful they are. The list goes on and on of what they'll say. And, and, and it goes back to the simple point that I made uh, on my podcast yesterday. They will not stop. You think they're going to stop, they're not. And I'm saying this to the left. I'm saying this to the Portland mayors of America. You think you can appease these anarchists, you're wrong. Now, their their current demand is... We're going to destroy America unless you give us Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That is the threat right now. Do you really think that they're going to stop? Do you honestly believe that they're going to stop this if, if he wins? No, they're never going to stop. Because they understand that in liberal cities they can get away with this and do whatever they want to. Because if you stand up to them, you're racist. It's the same reason why Target and the same reason why Starbucks will not stand up for the police, even when a toxic drink is made called Blue Lives Matter drink that would kill police officers. They say we we condemn violence of others, of everyone, not not police. The the drink was not for everyone. The the drink was specifically for people that are in law enforcement. And some some PR firm that's paid seven figures comes out with the statements to make sure that there's nothing in the statement that could possibly be misconstrued as Starbucks defending police or Target defending police. Instead of the word police, you say others. Instead of the word police or law enforcement, you say all. That's how they roll now. That's how this works. 1877-381-3811 Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one we'll be right back.
1: Much love in.
0: You know what I hate? Overpaying for something. We're already taxed to death, then you pile on all the other services holding us hostage to high rates. Home internet, cable, utilities. Then there's your cell phone bill. AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. They all want to charge you for data you'll never need and so-called perks you'll never use. Thank goodness for Pure Talk USA. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same coverage, same towers, same bars, but costs you half with no contract and no excessive fees. Right now, enjoy unlimited talk, text, and two gigs of data, all for just $20 a month. The average person is saving $400 a year on their wireless bill. Go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. When you do, you'll save $250 off any iPhone, including the brand new iPhone SE. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST. That's Levin Podcast. That's L E V I N Podcast.
2: This new narrative that is out there that um, somehow all the violence that's going on in this country is the fault of conservatives, right? You've, you've seen this new spin. Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and the others are like, well, we're not, we're not violent. Our team isn't violent. No, no, no. The other side is. The Republicans. Donald Trump is the reason why there's anarchy in America today. And if you want it to stop, this is what holding someone hostage sounds like, right? This is terrorism, domestic terrorism. This will not end unless you elect who we tell you you have to elect, which happens to be Joe Biden. Now, the left says they're never they've never advocated for violence. They're not violent people, that this is all Donald Trump's fault. Uh, You have you have the mayor in in Portland who's they're attacking his building now. The anarchists, who's he's backed. Right. Because they will come for you, too, whether it's Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago. It doesn't matter where it is, whether it's Cuomo. You know, whether it's where it's Bloomberg, it doesn't matter. They'll come, they'll come for you, too. Because at some point, you won't be able to give them what they want. This whole defund the police movement is done by this terrorist organization, Black Lives Matter, a Marxist organization that is chanting in California two nights ago, death to America. That's a chant that you would hear from terrorists, from ISIS, from Al-Qaeda. It's a chant you would hear in Iran. In the streets of Iran. Death to America. And and we're gonna play that for you coming up. Ms. Producer, let me know if you got that audio because it's it's brilliant. It's you know, the the left tells you that they are peaceful, but they're out there chanting Death to America. We here it is. Here here's the actual Black Lives Matter audio two nights ago in California. Same Black Lives Matter organization. Now, this is the same organization that Target can't denounce, that corporate America can't denounce. Hell, I can't even watch a tennis match of the U.S. Open without seeing Black Lives Matter in all four corners. I can't watch an NBA basketball game without Black Lives Matter. I can't watch hockey without Black Lives Matter. I can't watch baseball because they're holding all of these sports leagues hostage. College football is now all about Black Lives Matter. University of Memphis NCAA Division One football team is going to wear BLM on their helmets all season long. The same organization that in New York City chanted, what do we want, dead cops, when do we want them now? That was several years ago. But we're going to put that on the official court of the U.S. Open, the official court of the NBA, the official football fields of the NFL, the official football fields in basketball, NCAA, Black Lives Matter, They're going to come for you too, liberals. You just don't understand it yet. You can spend this all you want to. But this organization is chanting death to America and they have official sponsorships with the NBA for free. Don't forget, this is all for free. Black Lives Matter is not paying for the name to be on the court of the basketball arenas. They're not paying for their name to be in the corners like a sponsorship. They're saying if you don't do it, we'll come after you. If you don't do it, we're going to destroy you. If you don't do it, we're going to say you're racist. This is like the shakedowns that Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson became famous for in the 80s. You don't pay me a consulting fee. I'm going to come after your business and say you're racist. This is just on a whole different scale. I got a great story about a UNC professor who says, we've all been deputized as white people to murder black people. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark.
1: Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
2: Welcome, it is the Mark Levin Show. Uh, Yeah, it is uh, nice to have you with us. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. We got a lot to talk about today. Nancy Pelosi now saying about her getting her hair done. It was all a setup, and she was bamboozled. It was a setup like the, like some organized crime event against her. She says she's owed an apology for breaking the law getting her hair done. Also, the real question we should be asking tonight is, her staff member that she said set up the appointment, was our tax dollars used for hair gate, for blow-dry gate? For colorgate, for I got to get my roots done. Gate. She now says it was a setup. Also tonight, Black Lives Matter owns all the sports leagues right now. The same organization, Miss Producer, if you get the audio ready, that is chanting "Death to America," "Death to America." <laughs> That organization, Black Lives Matter, you know, the peaceful organization that everybody's obsessed with right now, corporate America, loves them. Every sports league has it everywhere on their fields for free. That's what they were chanting two nights ago in California, death to America. I also want to remind you of something else. Black Lives Matter, everybody knows who they are. They're the same organization that chanted in New York. What do we want, dead cops? When do we want them now? Same organization in Minneapolis that chanted, pigs in a blanket, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Yeah. And then there's this new trend that's happening. The name Jacob Blake may ring a bell. I want you to imagine, someone sent this to me, and I'm going to read it exactly how it was. I just, by the way, posted this up on Facebook. And I'll get it on Parler and Twitter. You can can see it and share it there. Football players are putting the name Jacob Blake on their helmets. And someone sent this to me a moment ago. It says, imagine sitting at home. The man who raped you showed up, referring to Jacob Blake, violating a restraining order. You call the cops, they show up. He resists their attempt to arrest him. They use non-deadly force, of course. They use tasers. He puts a cop, apparently, in a headlock. And then finally, when none of that works and he has a weapon, going for a weapon, the gun, they shoot him. Now, the NFL and other athletes are idolizing your rapist. That's exactly what Jacob Blake's victim is dealing with on a daily basis. The person who sent this to me said she's being assaulted over and over again by celebrities, over and over again by professional athletes, over and over again by the news media. You look at New Orleans Saints, for example. Jacob Blake's name is on a lot of their helmets on the front of their helmets, including Drew Brees. You're wearing a rapist's name on your helmet because Black Lives Matter said to do it. Because the media says that Jacob Blake is a victim, not a criminal, not a rapist, not an assaulter, not, not someone that attacks the police, not someone that attacks women, beats women, and rapes women. Who has restraining orders against him. No, now, now Jacob Blake is a hero. Because the news media has turned him into that hero. There's an obsession with the left of being a fact checker. And I would say the fact checkers, do, do me a favor, why not fact check Jacob Blake's history? Has anybody thought to fact-check Jacob Blake and who he is as a person before they start sticking his name on your helmet? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick on Drew Brees for a second. I don't know Brew, Drew Brees personally. I want to make that clear. I have some friends in the NFL. But I'm going to go after Drew Brees because I can. You want to know why? Because he's white. Now, I can't talk about any of these other athletes that have Jacob Blake's name on, this, on there because then they'll say I'm a racist. Because they're African-American. But what I can do is I can talk about Drew Brees. Because as a white man to another white man, I can say whatever the hell I want to say, right? I can't say, you know, because we're in such a sensitive world now with racism. I'm only allowed to criticize white people, so I'm going to do it. Jacob Blake and Drew Brees went viral. Let me give you a headline. Saints send powerful message about Jacob Blake's shooting thanks to Sean Payton's idea. Another white guy, the coach of the Saints. He's white, so I can criticize Sean Payton as well, and I'm going to do it. The Jacob Blake shooting has elicited strong responses from athletes across the globe. Once again, issues such as police brutality and racial inequality continue to spark discussions about a need for change just a few months ago. Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints, I can criticize him because he's white, dealt with a social justice storyline of their own when Drew Brees drew criticism for insensitive national anthem comments because you can't stand up for the national anthem now or you're a racist. And then you got not one but two apologies from Drew Brees for his comments about standing for the flag and respecting the flag and not disrespecting the flag. And you're a racist, so now Drew Brees has become Another casualty of the intolerant left in BLM. Now he must put a rapist name on his helmet. Otherwise, he's not a cool white guy anymore. He's a racist. So thanks to a, quote, creative idea from the white coach, Peyton, the Saints sent a powerful visual message on Thursday about the Blake shooting that continues to generate powerful words and actions from not only professional athletes, but also, quote, ordinary citizens. Certainly has not been a quiet summer in New Orleans when it comes to social justice storylines. In June, like I said, Drew Brees, who generally garners widespread respect from other NFL players, put himself in hot water because he stood up for the flag. He was called a racist for his, quote, insensitive comments about players kneeling during the national anthem. The veteran quarterback said he would, quote, never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Then, the racist backlash started. His own teammates, including a star receiver, Michael Thomas, and Malcolm Jenkins, who just rejoined the Saints after spending the last six years in Philadelphia, did not hold back in their criticism of their quarterback, Drew Brees. While the future Hall of Famer issued not one, but two apologies and eventually won back his teammates by pandering... The incident revealed the divisive nature of the National Anthem protest. No, it doesn't. What it does is it tells you about the divisive nature of the intolerant left who says, if you don't do what we tell you to do, which is to, do, to, which is to kneel or to wear a Black Lives Matter shirt or to put a rapist's name on your helmet, then we will, we will destroy you as a racist. The saints... The article goes on to say, also played a huge role in Roger Goodell's finally acknowledging that Black Lives Matter, matter, I guess. Thomas set off a change of events that eventually led to the NFL commissioner releasing a video in which he stated that the NFL condemns racism and the systemic oppression of black people. Then Sean Payton had another idea to help send a powerful message and get, I guess, guys like Drew Brees out of hot water. Jacob Blake, here's the idea. Let's print his name off and stick it on our helmets. According to NOLA.com, the Saints began their Thursday practice with a song by left tackle Armstead, who also raps when he's not playing football. The first two sentences hit home. Quote, there's so much hate in America, I don't really feel safe in America. That's catchy, isn't it? by the way who's where's the hate for? Is it for Drew Brees when he talks about the national anthem? Is it okay that I hate a rapist and Jacob Blake, who literally shows up and has not allowed to be where his woman that he raped is just out of curiosity does that mean I'm a bad person now because I don't like rapists i don't I won't I, and by the way, I will never wear a rapist's name on a helmet or on a shirt or on my back or anything however. That simply set the stage for a visible form of protest. Every Saint's helmet featured a sticker bearing Jacob Blake's A rapist name. According to Sanders, the same guy, you know, that's doing the singing of there's so much hate in America, I don't really feel safe in America. Tell you where I don't feel safe in these liberal cities, like Portland. I'll deal with that in a moment. Sean Payton suggests the idea to have his players do this while maintaining an open line of discussion for any other ideas there's no open line of discussion for any other ideas if you don't believe me ask your quarterback who had to do two apologies for standing up for the national anthem in america linebacker craig robertson emphasized that more action will take place beyond the helmet stickers bearing a rapist's name That's not our main thing that we're doing, he explained. We're trying to do some other stuff to honor him. So we're now honoring a rapist. That's what we're doing in America right now. We're honoring a rapist because Black Lives Matter said you have to. While the Saints opted to send a visible message through the Jacob Blake helmet stickers, other NFL players have delivered powerful messages of their own. Green Bay Packers, for example... The fact that shooting took place in Kenosha, Wisconsin, obviously hits close to home. And, yeah, you guess it. On Monday, the team's leadership council met to discuss the situation. Aaron Rodgers provides some powerful words about his views of the main problem. Quote, there's a systemic problem. And until the problem is fixed, it's going to be an all-too-common sighting in this country. There's antiquated laws that are prejudicial against people of color in this state. I think the governor and the folks at the Capitol need to take a hard look at some of those systems that are in place. Cam Newton also weighed in on the Jacob Blake rapist shooting with his own blunt assertion. What's going on in this country of ours at times is extremely disgusting. I agree. A man raping a woman, then showing up at her house that he's not allowed to show up at, and then threatening woman, said woman, that is disgusting. Oh, wait, that's not what he's talking about. He's backing the rapists. my bad. I, I actually read that at Face Value and thought that Newton was trying to protect innocent women from being abused. Sorry, my fault. He goes on to say that until we find a fix, then more than ever we have to unify as one as much as possible. I'll go back to what I said from the person who sent it to me earlier, and it's just spot. On. Imagine being this woman whose rapist is now being turned into a hero, whose name is being worn by the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Entire teams are making him famous. A man that was forbidden from being around you, who had assaulted you, beat you, and raped you. And we've now turned him into a hero. a hero that sports players of all leagues are saying is a good person. Where are the feminists on the left? Where are you? How is it that not one single liberal woman in this country has come out to say, take the name off the helmet. We don't honor rapists of women of single mothers in this country i'm still waiting by the way folks and i have a feeling we're going to be waiting for a very long time because everybody now is getting all woke 1-877-381-3811 1-877-381-3811 ben ferguson you can send me your comments on parlor Facebook and Twitter, Ben Ferguson Show there. Filling in for the great one. We'll be right back.
1: Mark lovin.
0: AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America, now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about.
2: So, Mr. Producer, uh, what was it like a month ago? Now I don't know. He said to me, Ben, you got to get on this Parlor thing. I was like, for real? And I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. You're right; it's legit. You don't get like shut down like I do on Twitter and Facebook. It's really nice. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, if you want to follow me on, on Parlor, Ben Ferguson Show on Parlor, and a lot of you sending me messages right now. He's laughing at Mr. Producer's laughing at me because he's got more followers than I do. That's you've been on here for longer. Yeah, he's laughing at me. He's got, Mr. Producer's got 61,000. All right, I'm a, I just started. It's like 4,500. Leave me alone. You start, you, I do have more Twitter followers than you and Facebook followers. So there you go. We're over a million there. Leave me alone. He's always he's always just, he loves it. He's like, I'm going to, for, forever and ever, as long as you're on there, you're going to be like, I got more than you. See how this works. All right, let me get to your phone calls. Mainstream media, by the way, refusing to show the truth about the, quote, peaceful protesters. So uh, President Trump was pretty brilliant with his visit to Kenosha. They had to show the damage that was done by the rioters. Did, Did anyone notice how smart the White House was and the president was with this visit? He went to the actual destruction, stood where the destruction was, where the anarchy is. And said, here it is. Look at it. Here it is. Watch this. Here it is. See what what actually has happened. You're going to have to realize, people are going to have to wake up and realize at some point, this will never end. Oh, that UNC professor. Yes, I got to tell you that story. So a UNC professor and author has come out saying, quote, they have deputized... All white people to murder us. This is why the left's saying that the conservatives are actually what's burning up this country right now. And the only way to stop the anarchy of BLM and the rioting and the looting and the destroying of our cities, all liberal cities, all run by Democrats, where they're allowing this chaos to continue, is if you give us Joe Biden because they're holding us hostage. Well, now a professor at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, you know, this is where you spend 60000 $70,000 a year to go in their School of Information and Library Science, stated on Twitter that all white people have been deputized to murder us. Campus Reform has reported that this associate professor, Teresa mcmillan Cottum, who serves in the University School of Information and Library Science, responded to a tweet alleging Wisconsin GOP center Ron Johnson supported citizen soldiers. In Wisconsin. The tweet added Kyle Rittenhouse, who murdered two people, is a citizen soldier. And she said in her tweet, they have deputized all white people to murder us. You might want to check before you send your kids to UNC. I'm just saying, or any of these other schools, because this is what they're teaching your kids. We'll be right back. Marco Levincio.
1: If Mark has banned you from the show, we have a special number you can call to reach him. 877-381-3811.
2: Welcome back. It is the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great win tonight. We got some big breaking news. Donald Trump has ordered the federal government to de- to begin the process. And this is a brilliant move to defund four lawless cities that, have cut police budgets. Yeah, apparently the president has ordered the federal government to initiate a review that could result in the defunding of four Democratic-controlled cities that have allowed lawlessness and lawless behavior to transpire during protests that have moved to cut police budgets while violent crime has surged. My administration will not allow federal tax dollars to fund cities that allow themselves to deteriorate into lawless zones Trump said in a memo according to the New York Post to ensure that federal funds are neither unduly wasted nor spent in a manner that directly violates our government's promise to protect life liberty and property it is imperative that the federal government review the use of federal funds by jurisdictions that permit anarchy permit violence and destruction in American cities Now, the order order targets New York City, Portland, Seattle, and Washington, D.C., all of which have seen violent riots from far-left extremists and widespread looting. The memo also instructs the Attorney General Barr to compile a list of anarchist jurisdictions that have permitted violence and the destruction of property to persist and have refused to undertake reasonable measures to restore order to their citizens. The memo states that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and New York City Democratic Mayor Bill de Blasio allowed violence to spike while rejecting the president's offer to send in federal law enforcement officers to restore order. While violence has surged, arrests have plummeted, the memo reportedly states. In a 27, excuse me, in a 28-day period during the month of months of June and July, New York City arrests were down 62% from the same period in 2019. Amidst the rising violence, Mayor de Blasio and the New York City Council agreed to cut $1 billion from the police budget, including by canceling the hiring of 1,163 police officers. Well done, Mr. President. Holding them accountable and our tax dollars not to be wasted on cities that refuse to give people protection. By the way, don't worry, the left's got a way of spinning this. Black Lives Matter violence has actually been condoned by the left and the media. We've all seen it on TV. Now they're actually going so far as to literally blame the president for their own destruction of their own cities that are run by Democrats. We're talking about these cities like New York and Portland, Chicago, Kenosha, Wisconsin. The list goes on and on. There was a video... That was posted on social media. A video shows a man walking down the street. Someone comes up from behind him in Baltimore with a brick and hits him in in the head with a brick. Could have killed him. The video, when it was uploaded, had the hashtag. You ready for this? White lives don't matter. And the hashtag black lives matter. The man falls unconscious face forward as the people videoing it don't warn the man what's about to happen. No, no, no. They're videotaping it to watch him possibly be murdered, and they laughed. The post of the video was originally posted with this caption. Young man, you got knocked the blank out. You be. You bet not run. UNK try to kill yo. Hashtag Baltimore. Hashtag pray for unk. Hashtag white lives don't matter. Hashtag black lives matter. Now if you look for the video, I'll go ahead and let you know that many people are saying, well, this is a one-off. No, it's not. It's been retweeted over and over again when it was originally uploaded by the left celebrating this. Now, of course, the media has got to figure out a way to make sure this doesn't get out there. So there's a new way of doing that at MSNBC. MSNBC's Joy Reid compares the way that Trump radicalizes his supporters, referring to you and I, the same way that radical Muslims do it, like we're members of ISIS or, or Al Qaeda. Now, before I play for you, read, I want to remind you that Black Lives Matter is actually chanting the same words that we've seen used in Iran by ISIS, by Hamas, by Hezbollah, and by Al Qaeda. Death to America. So if you want to compare anybody to terrorists, you should probably do it with Black Lives Matter. They're the ones chanting actual chants used by terrorist organizations. But forget that for a minute. Let's just go back to Joy Reid at MSNBC saying that Donald Trump is radicalizing his supporters, you and I, the same way Muslims do. Take a listen.
7: Naveed Jamali, um, I, I'm glad that you're here because not only do you have a, a history with the FBI, so you have a, a, a good background to talk about this. Donald Trump uh, liked a tweet that was lauding the Kenosha shooter, the vigilante, uh, also one uh, blasting Portland's mayor. He retweeted a video of a Trump supporter shooting paintball, so he's encouraging it. Um, here's Kayleigh McEnany. Um, she denied that Trump actually saw the video of people, of anyone shooting paintballs, the same thing that Donald Trump retweeted. Here she is.
3: What about the video of them
0: scuffling, shooting paintballs at people, getting in the mix with, with people? Is that patriotic
7: activity? I don't think the president's seen that video, nor a vibe. You know, when, 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 think, when leaders, um, let's say in the Muslim world, talk a lot of violent talk. And encourage their supporters to be willing to commit violence, including on their own bodies, in order to win against whoever they decide is the enemy. We in the U.S. media describe that as they are radicalizing those people, particularly when they're radicalizing young people. That's how we talk about the way Muslims act. When you see what Donald Trump is doing, is that any different from what we describe as radicalizing people?
2: Uh, Time out. Hold on, hold on. Time out there. I I and, and Miss Producer, just back it up to after that video again, because what happened? I thought I thought you weren't allowed to talk about Muslims this way. Like, isn't that racist towards the radicalized Muslims? Are this isn't peaceful. You're 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 actually inciting violence against Muslims, Joey Reid at MSNBC, because you just described Muslims as radicalizing people. I thought that wasn't allowed in the media. Because if I said that on TV. You would have said that I'm a racist towards Muslims because I'm implying that all Muslims are, racist, are, are radicalized terrorists. You can't do that. You're not allowed to. That's what the left's been saying. You can't demonize Muslims. Donald Trump demonizes Muslims. What, what the hell did Joy Reid at MSNBC just do then? You just compared what Donald Trump does to exactly what Muslims do to radicalize their people to become suicide bombers, to, to hijack planes and, 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 and fly them into the Twin Towers or the Pentagon. We, we've been attacked by Muslims for pointing out that there are radicals within the Muslim movement. And, and the media, the same media that, MSN, that, that Joy Reid works for, MSNBC, has said, you can't say that because that's painting too broad of a brush and you're, 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 you're attacking peaceful Muslims trying to act like they're all terrorists, which, by the way, I've never done. So then she comes out and she's like, you know, Donald Trump's a lot like those Muslims. How is that not racist? Oh, I mean, Donald Trump, you know, he's kind of using the same playbook of Al-Qaeda and ISIS, Play play it again. Go ahead. hit, Hit play on that part. It's
7: amazing. We in the U.S. media describe that as they are radicalizing those people, particularly when they're radicalizing young people. That's how we talk about the way Muslims act. When you see what Donald Trump is doing, is that any different from what we describe as radicalizing people?
0: I don't believe so. And in fact, at the RNC, we had uh, Mike Pence talk about uh, a protest, the shooting of a, of a court officer in Oakland, and he failed to mention that the actual shooter was a boogaloo, someone who was associated with a far-right extremist group. So again, not only is he, Joy, is he radicalizing it, he's taking a, a page out of Putin's playbook, which is he's taking a kernel of truth and using disinformation to really take the context of that fact away. And, and- and that's what we're seeing. I mean, you and I have talked about Russia for years. And really, this is exactly what's happening. You know, they're taking context and they're just deleting it. So, you know, you hear that. I, I,
2: I'm just I'm going to be done with it, that guy. Like you have Joy Reid saying that Donald Trump's supporters are 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 basically Muslim terrorists. And Donald Trump is a terrorist leader. While disparaging Muslims. All right, all the Muslims in America that are listening to the show right now who are peaceful, and many of them are, I have friends that are Muslim, y'all should be livid at MSNBC demanding that Joy Reid be fired for, for, for coming after. This is Islamophobia, isn't it? How is this not Islamophobia? You, you are literally using fear of Muslims to make a point that Donald Trump is a Muslim-type leader and, I, I, and all Muslims are terrorists. You should be demanding that NBC apologize to you and MSNBC. You should be demanding that Joy Reid be fired for 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 stoking the flames of of this evil anti-muslim rhetoric. Oh wait, it's against Donald Trump. Never mind. None of that applies. I forgot the rules for a second here. Excuse me. I apologize one 381 Meanwhile, the actual people on the streets that are actually chanting things that terrorists actually chant is Black Lives Matter in California chanting death to America. Yeah. one 877 381 Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. Mark Levin. We'll be right back. Mark Levin.
0: AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over two million conservative members strong.
2: It is sincerely an honor to fill in for Mark Levin, and uh, I never take it for granted. I want to say to, to Mark and the staff, thank you as always for letting me fill in for you. He will be back with you tomorrow, and as always, I'd love to keep up with you guys. Uh, I do a little podcast in the morning. It's Ben Ferguson Podcast. You can check it out also on Parlor Ben Ferguson Show, on Twitter at Ben Ferguson Show, on Facebook, Ben Ferguson Show. I'd love to keep up with you guys. We got some, uh, uh, you know, the guy who attacked Rand Paul? So we're getting word now that that guy uh, has been arrested. He was from Florida. A Florida man has been charged with attacking the officer who was escorting Senator Rand Paul from the White House. I wonder if he paid for his flight to go all the way up to D.C. to attack people leaving the RNC and the president's speech at the White House. I'm just wondering. I wonder if we'll figure that out now that he's been charged. Maybe we'll find. Maybe we will find that out. Be interesting to see which Democrats paying for that. Also. So the saints come out, and they're all wearing a rapist name on their helmet, Jacob Blake. And remember, Jacob Blake's a victim because he attacked police and was breaking the law. And, well, it, he didn't have a gun. He just had a knife. So we protest for this guy, and we make him into a hero. I just want to know if they're going to do the same thing for a woman who's not paralyzed. She's actually dead. After attacking a Jacksonville police officer with a knife. The state attorney's office has ruled the actions of the officer were justified. That's right. Justified. Body camera footage released shows the sequence of events leading up to what the state attorney's office has ruled a justifiable police shooting. Lee Baker, 29, whose life doesn't matter because she's white was shot and killed by a police officer attacking an officer who was answering an April 11th call about a dispute at a home in Northwest Jacksonville. The video shows how quickly the encounter escalated. The officer knocks on the door of a home. A woman, armed with a knife, answers the door, immediately stabbing the officer in the arm. I've just been blanking stabbed. The police officers heard yelling at her radio as she backtracks off the front porch of the home. The woman then aims her firearm, excuse me, I say the officer then aims her firearm at Baker, demanding that she drop the weapon. The knife falls to the ground between Baker Baker. And the woman. Now, while the police officer demands the woman get on the ground, Baker is seen reaching down to pick up the knife. Then the woman retrieves a knife and is seen stepping backwards and firing two shots at the at the woman. Investigators say they missed. Baker then drops the knife a second time. Shots fired. You can hear the officer yelling into the, her radio. At this point, another police officer arrives at the scene. He yells for Baker to put the knife down. The police officer then begins walking closer to Baker, telling her again to get on the ground. Baker then reaches down to grab the knife and lunges towards the police officer again, who fires four shots. Finally, Baker is hit and falls to the ground, but does not let go of the knife. While holding the knife, a third officer approaches Baker, telling her to repeatedly stay down. Additional officers arrive at the scene, one of whom treats her wounds. Now, just want to be clear. You got a white woman with a knife. She shouldn't have been shot. Using the same logic that we use about the rapists, who's on the helmet of every NFL player out there right now, right? Jacob Blake, and who we should feel sorry for. Not as victim, right? No, the feminists always say you stand up for the woman who's been raped. Not, not, not Blake's rape victim. No, we don't stand up. No, because this fits a narrative. But a white woman has a knife and totally justified in killing that white woman with a knife. Don't worry, the media will not cover this nationwide. Because if you did, it would show that a white woman was killed with a knife. Remember, they, there's got to be a double standard. They tell you that only African-American men with a knife are the ones that are actually killed. No white person would ever be killed with a knife at police. Just this white woman in Jacksonville, but we won't report on it so it never happened. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. I'm out of time. Been great filling in for the great one again. Thanks guys for letting me do it. Mark Levin, be back tomorrow. Ben Ferguson saying, have a great night. Follow me, on Facebook, Twitter, parlor. See you soon.
1: From the Westwood One Podcast Network.